People have said it for years. Bailey, you have a black cloud hanging over you all the time. Now, there's a podcast to hear those dumbass stories of misery and triumph. Welcome to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. This podcast, Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast, is really all about this black cloud that has followed me my entire life. The issues that I always have and possibly those that you can relate to. Now, if it's something that you need serious professional help, I'm going to send you to my buddy, Dr. David Markwell, PhD in Ridgeline Counseling. If you're anywhere in the state of Georgia, he's got three different locations, right? In East Cobb, Marietta, near the square, and McKaysville, which is right outside of Blue Ridge in North Georgia. But he does the virtual sessions, so you can get a hold of Dr. David Markwell at any point in time. I don't care where you're at. Reach out to him at markwelltherapy.com. I've known David for a very long time. He's a great guy. He's not your stereotypical, you know what, shrink type of guy. This dude really cares, and he knows his stuff, and he can help you out. He can do wonders, right? So uh, there are 10 therapists who work at Ridgeline Counseling. They can assist with a wide variety of behavioral uh, health issues like anxiety, depression, relationship issues, parenting issues, uh, trauma, substance abuse, just you name it, you got an issue. You know, look, you got to talk to somebody, right? You can talk to me if you want, but why don't you go to a pro like Dr. David Markwell, PhD in Ridgeline Counseling? You know, this day and age, it's not keeping it a secret anymore. You need to tell somebody so you can get the help that you need. Like I said, they offer personal and virtual sessions. Dr. David Markwell is here in Georgia, but he's got the virtual sessions, so he can help you out anywhere. MarkwellTherapy.com and Dr. David Markwell, we thank you for sponsoring Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. You want to keep those looky-loos out of your face when you're driving down the road or even in your house or just want to block the sun. If you're in the Atlanta area, Top Hat Window Tinting, uh, they're remarkable. I got to tell you, I not only used them for my daughter's new car, she turned 16, right, but also for my man room uh, because during football season, that uh, 4 o'clock game, man, that sun sets right in the perfect position to drive me absolutely nuts. So I needed a nice dark tint, and they did a fantastic job. Uh, I mean, real pros, these guys, at Top Hat Window Tinting. So two front doors starting at 125 if you're doing it for your car. Full vehicle starting at 275 You're going to add style and privacy while reducing heat, as well as 99% of ultraviolet rays. Mobile services available. That's what they did. They just rolled right up to my house and did it. Residential and commercial uh, free in-home consultations. That's where it all started with Top Hat Window Tinting. Actually, I found them on the Instagram, right? Uh, again, if you're in the Atlanta area, tophattint.com, 678-761-2360. When you call them, you say that you heard it on Bailey's Black Cloud podcast and you want to get your stuff tinted, and they'll take good care of you. Again, tophattint.com, and we appreciate them sponsoring Bailey's Black Cloud podcast. Episode 32 of Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. That's very exciting. We've uh, way surpassed 20,000 downloads. Yeah. Did I post the badge? I don't think so. I haven't seen it if you have. I saved it, but I think I forgot to post it. You ever do that? You save something, you get ready to do it, and then you get sidetracked. Oh, yeah. Is it sidetracked or sidetracked? I think it's sidetracked. 
Not like cyborg. Cy, cy. Oh, yeah. Sidetracked. Sidetracked. I got sidetracked, and I don't think I posted the badge for all to see. But, you know, it's very cool. It's very exciting. We couldn't have done it without you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My name's Jason Bailey right there. It's Did You Do Nate? Counting, then, uh, counting down the days until he goes off to Mexico. Mexico. You know, I had a, um, before we get into the whole Bailey's Black Cloud podcast thing that we do, I, I thought, Ray, well, Rach and I, we're, we're having this conversation about you and Alexis going to Mexico in, what, 11 days as mm-hmm. of the recording of this podcast? Yeah. You know what's brilliant about this? What's that? You're going to a country where they speak Spanish, and you're not going to understand 99% of what's going on around you. Do you know how awesome that is to not have to listen to people bitch and complain? Oh, yeah. Uh, We've actually talked about this, uh, where we don't have to listen to U.S. politics typically, and and their politics, I don't even know if they talk about, and if they do. I don't think they can, or they get shot. Yeah, and if they do, I I don't know what they're saying. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just, just all the bullshit that we listen to here in the United States on a daily basis I mean, I think I did a, an episode of of this uh, of this podcast of of the woman at the gym. It's like some German woman. This was a couple months back, I think. She comes in, she's bitching about the masks and the freedoms and the vaccinations, and I'm like, shut the fuck up. This is the gym. This is a sanctuary. This is my sanctuary. Yeah. I don't want to hear that shit in the gym. Take that shit outside, bitch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's certain places you just don't discuss that stuff. I'm assuming the entire country of Mexico is one of them. Yeah. I mean, everybody's on vacation. They don't want to They want to hear any of that. So, yeah, I, I won't have to deal with that. I wonder what they bitch about then in English hmm. or in Spanish. Like, what, what, what are their problems? I mean, we've got first world problems. They definitely do not have first world problems. So I wonder if they, like, walk around and like, man, hey, dude, I can't get any rice today. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The only thing I know is that there's certain times of year where the seaweed will come in, um, and that's what they bitch about. <laughs> Sign me up. Yeah. <laughs> if that's the only thing that people are bitching about seaweed, oh my God, sign me up. Yes. You know, ever since you guys pulled the trigger and decided to move to Mexico, because this has been an ongoing conversation for a couple months now, not only on this podcast, but also on the radio show, there, you, you can't tell me for, for those listening to this or the radio show that. It hasn't been a conversation in your house since you've, you do you know how many conversations you've instigated at the dinner table because of what you're doing? Oh, really? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm just guessing. I yeah. mean, I don't know. I haven't been at people's dinner tables, oh, but yeah. I'm assuming they're like, dude, this dude on the radio, this dude on my podcast that I listen to is moving to fucking Mexico. Let's have, let's talk. Yeah. No, it, it has to be. Oh, uh, yeah, I completely agree. Because a lot of people will say, man, I'm so jealous. I wish I could do that. It's like, you can do that. You yeah. just have to kind of pull the trigger and do it, like you are saying. There's really nothing to it other than selling up all of your belongings. Yeah, it's just being organized and uh, having a game plan, really. And the same thing when I went to Egypt. People were like, I wish I could do that. You can do that. You can book a flight also. It's just you, have, <laughs> you just have to, to plan it out ahead of time. Haven't you seen the cool Travelagio, travel, tra- Travelago, whatever that guy is? He can help you. He can get you there. Uh, but you do, have, I mean, you don't have much of a plan. You have a, a baby plan. You don't have a, a, a daddy plan. Yeah. Well, a, a plan to get there anyway. I mean, we've been planning this since, I don't know, when do we have you over? March? It's been a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't have a plan when you get there. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm doing freelance sites. I'm already working on some, so it's going good. 
So what do you mean? Some like some websites? Yeah. Oh, so you, I think you're going to open a Mexico craft brewery. I do want to. I, I, I think that's. A, I think that's your move. Yeah, I found some. Yeah, I gotta get and then a bed and breakfast, Ooh. or an Airbnb. Yeah, Airbnb attached to your Nate's beer house. <laughs> uh, look, I'd like that. <laughs> Hanson's house of beer of hops of hops. Yeah. Hanson, I was trying to think of something. Yeah, like, I was too. Hanson's house of hops. <laughs> <laughs> It's a Jewish facility. <laughs> Triple H. <laughs> Hanson's House of Hops. Welcome to Mexico. Are you, are you writing a note down? Uh, uh, Hanson's House of yeah, Hops? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting the Instagram right now. <laughs> Hanson's House of Hops. Well, you've already got social media. Hanson's, Hanson's on hiatus, right? Yes. Okay, so you can follow him on YouTube and on Instagram mm -hmm. uh, because uh, they're getting ready to, to rock and roll and go. I'm going to tell you, this weekend... Here's the Black Cloud story. It's like a bunch of them in one, but it was all over Labor Day weekend, which was this past weekend. Long weekend, you get excited for it. And I know we've done a couple episodes on this fucking vending machine that I'm putting up at Paradise City, our cabin in North Georgia, paradisecity.com pop. Uh, so, like, we, we got it all figured out. Um, I don't, I always get this in the radio show mixed up, so I don't know what I talk about, but. Uh, just real just quick recap. So the the last issue I was having was with the the credit card reader. We got to thank Chef Erica Nicole Day. Nate, do you know who Chef Erica Nicole Day is? I do not. She loves the podcast. She's decided to advertise with the podcast, and she's an amazing private chef. She's an experienced culinary, which is a great word. You want to say it? Culinary. There you go. Medicine consultant and private chef. With medical and high-end restaurant background, she's available for consulting on meal planning, for weight loss, helps out the medical conditions that you or someone you know might have, uh, or strict macros for bodybuilding fitness training. I was talking with Chef Erica Nicole Day on the phone, and what she does is she does these um, pre uh, th these already prepackaged meals, but she's cooking them. It's not like some from a processed plant or something. I mean, she knows her stuff and she's, you know, she's got a lot of bodybuilders like myself that would <laughs> just kidding, not a bodybuilder. <laughs> so options include, but are not limited to vegan, vegetarian, pescatarian, keto, which is very popular, paleo, which is very popular, bulletproof, which I'm not familiar with. Are you familiar with the bulletproof dieting? No, I'm not. <laughs> I've, never, I've never heard of it. Me neither. But Chef Erica Nicole Day, she does. Uh, and uh, gluten, soy, dairy, nut, shellfish, sesame-free. Uh, so she does it all. So she covers the initial. Uh, what it does is like when you reach out to her, and you can go to her website, ericanicoleday.com, ericanicoleday.com. Uh, and you, you look at the, the plans that she offers, covers the initial evaluation, menu planning, grocery lists, emails with advice and encouragement, potential food production for clients in the Atlanta metro area. Uh, so she covers it all. She's educated and experienced in over 100 dietary theories in addition to allergies and sensitivities. So if you are looking for this and you've always asked yourself, how do I get this? How do I get a private chef that's affordable for what I'm trying to accomplish? Chef Erica Nicole Day is the answer. EricaNicoleDay.com. And so I go into to their website of the, the credit card people that, that produce this machine. You know, everybody's going to a vending machine. You put your credit card in. All right, well, that's a company that sells those. And then there's a company that runs 
the actual credit card service. Mm -hmm. And I was warned when I bought this vending machine or any vending machine that it's going to be a headache. I didn't think it was that big of a deal. So when I called originally after it was installed, we installed it, my electrician installed it to my fucking sample. Um, I talked to somebody and they said, I'm sending you paperwork. You fill out the paperwork and bam, it just appears. I'm like, cool. That wasn't that difficult. So a couple days go by this last week. Um, and, uh, I guess I probably haven't talked about this. So a couple days go by nothing's happened. So I'm trying to get a hold of these people at this credit card place, you know, that, that runs this whole bank. I can't get a hold of anybody. Their customer service was like just non-existent. I'm shooting off emails. I'm doing everything. I'm going on social media. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. So I think it was like Friday on the radio show. I went on to their website and, uh, and I'm good at this. This is goes back to my producer days. You know, this, this is why I was such a good producer. I was able to find people in unique ways that did not want to be found. And this was almost pre internet era. I was doing this shit. Uh, so I go onto their website and I'm like, well, there's their CEO. He looks like a nice guy. I'm going to go find him. He doesn't look like he's probably on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or TikTok. This dude, a little older. Mm. He's on LinkedIn. He's a CEO. He's got to be on LinkedIn. Yeah. I'm on LinkedIn. You know, I've got over a thousand connections. It doesn't make me too shabby. Ooh. So I go on to LinkedIn and I find this guy and I message him at like 645 in the morning. And this dude gets right back to me. And he's listening to the radio show, walking his dogs. <laughs> he lives in fucking Roswell, Georgia. That's where I live. He literally lives up the street, and he's the CEO of the company I'm having problems with. Wow. This is fantastic. In the next 15 minutes, I couldn't stop them from trying to help me. This was great. Now I've got contact, phone numbers, and cells. The CEO gives me a cell phone number. The guy that's in charge of helping people who lives right up the street in Alpharetta, Georgia, gives me a cell phone number. Very nice guy. Everybody's helpful. Very nice. Very nice. This is great. So we get it rocking and rolling. It's up and running. So we take uh, the, the vending machine up to the cabin. So we got it delivered. And uh, my, my long guy, Joey, he takes it up there for me because we could put it right on the back of his thingy. And so... Uh, so um, he puts it in, in, in the cabin and then Friday, Rach and I go up to, to install and the cell phone thing. So everything is working. We load it up. We figure it out. There's a couple little, you know, learning curves that we had to figure out. Like it's really pretty intricate. These vending machines, like how you load the bottles is everything. Like you either have to go asses to elbows or asses to asses. Like we have little stickers on the inside for our cleaning lady that says asses to asses and asses to elbows because <laughs> like cans have to go i think asses to elbows and bottles go asses to asses i mean it's just it's the way like or they won't come out properly right so i'm like okay this is good let's get in let's get out we only have two hours before our guests check in for the weekend and uh and you know i was doing a couple other different things while we're up there and she's loading it up and this and this and that and it's beeping like the entire time so i'm thinking it's just like up upgrading or updating the, mm -hmm. the system, the firmware. And it keeps shutting off and shut it and coming back on. So I text my guy in Alpharetta and I say, I, I think we have an issue. And he goes, yeah, it's not. Uh, he goes, let me get you to the, the guy, the, the techie guy. I'm like, okay, great. And so the, uh, the techie guy calls me, which is great. This dude call. I'm like, this is fan This is good. And he goes, you're not getting a cell signal. He goes, where are you? I was like, I'm in the fucking mountains. I'm not, yeah, I'm, yeah, you know, this is, I, I get it. And he goes, okay, well, um, we've got to move 
You know, it's like when you get a bad cell signal, she's like, can you hear me now? Can you hear me? <laughs> You're like two steps to the right, two steps to the left. Well, imagine trying to pick up a like 400 pound vending machine. Can you hear me now? Oh, can God. you hear me now? And I lose it, dude. This 46 year old man in pretty decent shape and fairly strong went back to his 18 year old gym rat benching 385 pound, uh, 254 pound football days. And I lose it. And I'm literally moving this thing by myself. Rachel says she has never seen me like that before. I was furious. I was so over this fucking vending machine. This has been going on too long. If it's a problem for that long, I want nothing to do with it. But I'm stuck with a giant vending machine in North Georgia in my cabin. I've got to make it work. So I'm moving it all around. Still not working. The guy's like, all right, I got it. This is what we need to do. There are antennas inside of it that are attached to the brains of this credit card machine that you're going to have to to move around. It's the antennas. And only one was hooked up, so I hooked both of them up. And I'm moving them around. And trying to get my fucking arm in this thing is impossible. And then I get stuck. My arm's stuck up in it. And uh, he goes, all right, well, that's not working. We've got to drill a hole. (laughs) like surgery we're going in drill baby drill (laughs) so i gotta drill a hole through the top pull the cords up the antennas bam it worked after all of that and i'm like okay this weekend it's going to be good i know it's going to be good because i fixed it or it's going to be bad because this was a pain in my ass one way or the other i'm going to find out tomorrow soon as i wake up i'm going to know how the rest of this labor day weekend uh, it didn't go as planned. Uh-huh. I can tell you that. It's the <laughs> fucking curse of that damn vending machine. Oh, no. I, I love it there. I think it's cool. It's filled with cool shit. It's like if you ever stay at our cabin, you know, if, you, if your kid needs batteries for a toy, you're up on the mountain. Nobody wants to leave the mountain and drive 15 minutes up to the Dollar General or wherever uh, or even farther to a store that's open. You don't want to do that, but your kid's bitching. So we got so we got batteries up in the bitch. Nice. We got uh, first aid kits up in the bitch. Uh, we've got, uh, coffee, you know, you wake up in the morning, you don't have any coffee. Uh, you run out of coffee, you know, you got coffee. There you go. Um, we got snacks. Of course we got drinks. Of course we got uh, mixers for your, your, you know, it's like, Oh shit, we're out of uh, soda water. Don't worry. We got it in the vending machine so you can put your vodka in there. <laughs> you know? So it's like, you know, we got everything. We got, uh, tampons for the ladies. Oh, good idea. I mean, think about that. If you're a chick in the middle of the night and you're like, Oh, motherfucker, <laughs> I don't feel like, you know, where do I go? What do I do? Oh, there's a vending machine. That's got tampons. We've got new sheets too. <laughs> yeah. Get to one in time. So it's pretty cool. And it's, I think it's pretty ingenious. And I'm like, okay, so Saturday morning I wake up. Now, I play tennis uh, Saturday morning, Sunday morning. Since it was Labor Day, I was playing Monday morning. I played the worst tennis I've played in so long. And it just got gradually got worse. Usually it gets better. And I'm blaming it on this vending machine, this black cloud of a vending machine. I need something to change it. And, I like, I've had planner's foot for, I guess, two months now. And I think that has something to do with it because it's getting better, but it's still not great. So I'm like a little weird on my feet right now when I'm running around. So I'm like, oh, this sucks. And now I'm mad because I'm so competitive and I hate when I play like shit. So now my Saturday's toast because mm. I'm pissed because I play. I mean, that's how immature I am. Like, motherfucker, it's 9 a.m., done at 11. I played like shit. The rest of my days, I'm pissy because I played horribly. Um, So I was like, you know what? Tonight, we're just going to relax. We're going to do the hot tub. 
We're going to have some of that pumpkin beer that we got at Pontoon Brewing. That, by the way, let me let me go back on something I think I said on this podcast. It was expensive, and I was a little irritated at how expensive it was. But I get why it's pricey like that. Yeah, it's worth it. It is. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna get your. It, it is a little bit pricier, but you're getting your money's worth because your your stock will go further. I, I couldn't get through one beer. I'm now I'm a lightweight. There's no doubt about it. But that one beer, it was it was kind of thick. It's pumpkin beer. I forget what it's called. Mm. Something pumpkiny. But and I love pumpkin beer. I love pumpkin season. But it's it's very desserty and desserty. Uh, but it was strong. Yeah, you know, you you mix that with a gummy, and and you're you're flying. Woo. Yeah, you're good to go, right? Yeah. So we're hot tubbing it um, Saturday night in the back uh, on the uh, Bailey's party pad of awesomeness, and afterwards we get out. You know, we have it set up now where it's really just inviting and it's nice, and the weather was nice, and got the fans going and it's chill. So we get out of the hot tub and we're just relaxing and drinking our beers and. It's like, yeah, maybe I'll do a video. And this is always a good time to do a video. It's like midnight or something. And just let me talk to the social media people. And all Labor Day weekend, people were lighting off fireworks. I'm not a big fireworks guy. Now, truth be told, I don't mind going on 4th of July, really just 4th of July, uh, or Disney, you know, at the mm-hmm. end of the night, Disney. You know, and they, they have the professional fireworks. They're like, what I hate is stupid ass people lighting off shitty ass fireworks. Uh, not at a firework time to light off fireworks. And don't tell me any time's a good time to light off fireworks. That is not true. You know, so Labor Day weekend is not a fireworks holiday. It's just not. You know, and then somebody, I'll get to the whole social media stuff in a second, but somebody said, oh, don't you know the meaning of Labor Day week? Yeah, I do, actually. And it has nothing to do with fucking fireworks. <laughs> like, at all. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. It's about the workforce in America. And we're not even the only country that celebrate, you know, a Labor Day type of, of holiday. So what are you talking about? Yeah. And stop telling me fireworks are American tradition. They're all made in fucking China. Yeah. They were in China before they were here tell you that right yeah, now all the flags are made there too exactly <laughs> so stop with this you know rah rah usa fireworks is like an american pastime it's not the rockets red glare were actual fucking bombs <laughs> they weren't bottle rockets you dumb fuck <laughs> so stop telling me that fireworks are american tradition because they are not it's a chinese tradition if anything <laughs> labor day weekend is not a fireworks so anyway i, I like uh, to jerk people around. I mean, truth be told, I know. Shocker. What? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> uh, but I don't spend a lot of time as I've gotten older. I used to do a lot of it on social media because it was fun and people are kind of stupid and weak-minded and I just don't have the time anymore to do it. And I was not trying to do this with, uh, with this post. I was not by no stretch of the imagination trying to jerk people around. A lot of times I'm not, to be honest with you, until people post stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Then I start jerking them around. Yeah. Like the picture of Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. I was not trying to jerk people around. It was just a quick post. Not every post you can describe what you're thinking. It's just a memory and a thought that I was conveying on my social media channels. Right. But it got out of control. And once it gets out of control and I see people jumping to conclusions, then I kind of play along and I'm like, oh, this is kind of fun. Yeah. So th- it's it's not on purpose most of the time. I'm not vague booking on purpose most of the time, like 95% of the time. But if I post something and I see it go in one direction, which is totally the opposite direction than what I'm thinking, then I'll jerk you around a lot. Yeah. You know? 
So I post this video about fireworks and how it's not a Labor Day weekend and this and that. Oh my God. Have you read through any of those comments? No, I didn't see. You got to see the thread. Okay. Oh my God. Like there are some real fucking assholes out there just over fireworks, you know, and I was wearing this robe and I had the hoodie up uh, looking like a a Jedi Knight. Mm -hmm. I was drinking the beer, you know, eyes were a little squinty, you know, and it was nice outside. Oh, I think I got you that robe. Is yeah, it a Jedi yeah, robe? Yeah, you did. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you did. Yeah. Nice. That's, that's my hot tub. I'm bro. glad it's going to use. <laughs> that's my hot tub. Every time I have a hot tub, right? Yeah, it's my hot tub, bro. So, you know, it's, 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 uh, you know, so these people are all pissed. You know, and of course, afterwards, you get the direct message mm-hmm. from one of, you know, whoever. It was only like a handful of people. And then, and then everybody goes back and forth and you just kind of watch everybody fight. And, and then the same normal, intelligent people go after the dumbasses. And, yeah. you know, and then you get the people that just hate you in general. It's like, well, I hope you quit and die. <laughs> I hate, you shouldn't be on the radio. And it's like, this has nothing to do with that. <laughs> what are you talking about right now? Why are you even here? Who invited you to my digital party? So, um, you know, and a couple of people, they direct message me and apologized. And I'm just like, go fuck yourself. Those are always the funniest ones because they get the people that come hard and then you say something back to them and they go, oh, I was just joking, man. I was like, well, why did you say that in the first place then if you were joking? I know. And and, and you can read their 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 messages and they probably do sound like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking, man. <laughs> well, they're fucking posting, you yeah. pussy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was that. And, and then the next day, um, I had posted a a picture of Los Angeles. And I said, we had made a decision. Um, and I don't, I forget how I hashtagged it or something. And, and again, truth be told, I was not trying to jerk people around. I swear to God, I was not. But at that moment, my wife came to me and said that for spring break next year, uh, no, this year, no, next year, next year, spring break. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, we're going in the fall. Yeah, yeah they're very Okay, so next year, spring break, we're going to Los Angeles because my daughter, who's a junior in high school, she is fairly hell-bent on going to school in L.A. She wants to, she's wanted to do this since she was eight, and I admire her so much and very envious of her knowing what she wanted to do at such a young age. I mean, eight years old, she wanted to, she wants to be a makeup artist. She wants to work like on movies and models and stuff like that. She's really good at it. And she's never wavered from what she's loved and wanted to do. Uh, and I think that's fantastic. The only thing that I'm pushing her to do is get a business degree because she's going to be a self-contracted employee. I would like her to have some business knowledge. Yeah. So even if she goes to like a, a community college and gets her AA, you know, she doesn't want to do the full four years. I really wish she would. I'm a big fan of going to college. I think the social lessons that you learn in college are just as, if not more important than the textbook lessons and the pa- piece of paper you get at the end. Uh, so I w- really wish she'd do that, but you know, she's going to move to Los Angeles probably. Uh, so she wants to go look at some schools. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not a big fan of flying. That's a far trip. So she was worried that I wouldn't want to take the trip. And then she asked me, and of course I can't say no to her. Yeah. So I said, of course I'll go. Um, cause she really wants me there of course. And I was like, of course I'll go with you. So we're making plans. And that was all happening at one time. And then I was in a, a by posting mode and I just posted everybody's like oh you're leaving the radio show like, like it's all, all this stuff about my job and career that has nothing to do with it and I'm going you know and then you get the people bah 
get out of here. Fuck off. <laughs> I'm like, what is happening right now? I just posted a picture of a city. I didn't even say Los Angeles. I was, was going to say, I, the first thing I thought when I saw your post was, is he going to Denver or Seattle? Like, I, I didn't know that skyline because the mountain in the back, you don't usually see that view of, of L.A., you know, with the mountain, with the snow in the background. So I, I didn't even know what city it was, honestly. Well, I had a follow-up post when I, because I didn't have much time when I posted that. I was in the middle of doing something. I forget what I was doing. And I had a follow-up post with the schools and I was going to do a collage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was really aiming to get people's attention to see if I could get feedback on the schools. But I decided not to post that after seeing all the comments. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. I didn't do it on purpose to rile up the villagers. Mm-hmm. I just did it because that was the mode I was in. And it's funny because people think it's always about them. Yeah. You know, Bye. It, oh, by, by what you're fo- they're following you <laughs> if they don't like you why they following you i don't know so it's like the whole weekend it went from holes in vending machines to try to find cell phone or cell signals to playing shitty tennis to um to the to the internet stuff and the fireworks i think there was something else it was just a shitty black cloud of a fucking labor day weekend I can't, there was something else. Well, you didn't mention this, and so I can assume it went okay, but I'll, I'll ask you, how was it getting the, the vending machine down the hill and into the cabin? That's a great question for my landscaper guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> Joey would be more than happy to answer that for you, if, if you'd like him to answer okay. that for you. Uh, I, you know, I could probably call but, him right now if you want. Well, it made it there in one piece at least. Uh, yeah, it, it did. Working. I, and I saw where he took it down the hill too, because there were divots. <laughs> yeah, and fall marks. He did. He did not go down where I said to go down. You remember that uh, sled that I made? Yeah. Out of a pallet and some uh, corrugated plastic. Mm-hmm. I think corrugated. Right? Is that the word? Yeah, that's right. He didn't use it. Oh. He said he couldn't find it. I'm like, dude, it's like right there. <laughs> Where's? It's yeah, right. Where it's right there. So he didn't use it. So they actually picked it up and carried it down that hill, which is nuts. By himself? No. Another guy. I've got a guy up there. This dude, Tyler. He's like a, I found he's like a mountain handyman. He like comes and does stuff. (laughs) Like like carry uh, vending machines down the hill. (laughs) Well, well, he had to, he had to fix a door for me. So it's like, you got to have guys for everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've turned into the guy that has a guy for everything. Yeah, You have to, Uh, you you got to, but then when I need a guy for something, I can't find the guy, Mm -hmm. you know, but I've got a guy for everything except for what I need the guy for. Yeah. And then when you need that guy, he doesn't answer. It doesn't show up. Yeah, uh, exactly. Like I had a guy, I have a guy you know, for the my core caddy stuff, right? It's 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 on hold for right now. So if you're trying to buy a core caddy, my invention, mycorecaddy.com, it's on hold for a couple of weeks. We are retooling a couple of things, but in a couple of weeks we're going to be fine. It's very exciting stuff coming, I promise. But uh, I was dealing with an individual that was helping me do certain things, and the guy ghosts me, <laughs> and like I was waiting on, I was counting on him, and he ghosts me. And then out of nowhere, he pops up and starts talking to me like nothing happened. And I'm like, well, I can't count on this guy. Yeah. But he seems so nice. I hate that. Like, you want to be friends with the guy, but you can't because he ghosts you. And mm-hmm. you got to move on with your business, your company, and yeah. shit like that. So, anyway. So, it was just, a, I, I guess the whole point of this episode is, is the whole Labor Day thing. It started with the vending machine. I don't want to say the vending machine's cursed because probably a lot of you, um, 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 Probably a lot of you uh, might go up there yeah, and use it and use it. So I don't want you to think like, 
products aren't cursed, just the the process of getting in there. It's not haunted or anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like Maximum Overdrive with Emilio Estevez where you go in front of it and start shooting tampons yeah. at your face. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the ghost of a bag of Cheetos? What was up with this Paradise City shit, man? A damn tampon split my head open. <laughs> <laughs> Never going back to that place yeah. ever again. <laughs> Filming fucking Maximum Overdrive 2. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's that. You got anything else to add for this episode? No. Oh, the only thing happened to me this weekend, I'm probably rubbing off, is I forgot my credit card. I realized it when I was going somewhere else. And uh, when shit like that happens, do you think of this podcast? I do. That's cool. it doesn't. I don't have a lot of bad things that happen to me typically, but yeah, and it's not terrible. But <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> but then when I, I was going somewhere and uh, I was trying to pull up, go to pull up my credit card, and I'm like, oh, I don't have it. So then you kind of try to think, backtrack. Where is it at? Go on my my account and look and see the last place I used it. And I called it called the the bar that i was at and uh the first thing she says to me she goes yes i have your credit card i was like how did you know that like you didn't even say hey my name's nate no i didn't even say hello she, she just said wow. hey I have your, and then she's like oh yeah i got caller id i, I bet she i bet she pickpocketed you <laughs> <laughs> maybe what did you leave it in the uh did you leave it in like the little binder thing i don't know how because i opened a tab and i went and i closed my tab i have the the receipt, I think they just didn't give it because it's one of those places that keeps it back behind the bar. Right. I think they didn't give it back to me. That's why I never start a tab. No, oh, yeah. Because I'll forget it. Yeah. I'll for, I'll, I'll well, totally I closed forget. it. They just I forget. Yeah, I did forget it. Um, but then they uh, they're pretty cool. I, I didn't want to drive all the way over there. It was like an hour away, so uh, I had her cut it up for me and take a picture of it. Of her of my card cut up. You actually so, asked her to take a picture of her cutting it up? Yeah, because I don't know who she is. That's like the ultimate, I don't trust you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I do not trust her. I didn't know who it was. I'll I would have told you to go eat a bag of dicks. Be like, look, man, I'm going to cut it up. Trust me. Okay. And then she's at Best Buy buying uh, DVD players. Yeah. But still, it's like, you know, I'm doing you a solid. I'm cutting up your card. Now you're telling me you don't, you don't trust me. You don't believe me. <laughs> Bite my asshole. Yeah. Well, I trust her now. Yeah, I'm sure she's you do. She's in the circle. You should have, she's in the circle of trust. You should have asked her to do a video. Oh, yeah, Instead so. of a picture, a stage picture. Then yeah. you go into Google Images and you find the exact same picture. Yeah, yeah. she just took a picture of it before. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have gone back either. It's too. It's just too too much of a hassle. Yeah, and you can get you know they'll they'll overnight you a credit card mm -hmm. usually. Good yeah. call. Amex does. Yeah. Chase does not. My Chase visas. It takes forever to get those damn things. But Amex, I mean, Mister Amex himself delivers that shit to your house. So yeah. you got to have an Amex. Yeah, they're high. Mine class. was a Spirit card. I ordered it two weeks ago. It's still on its way. <laughs> I was, was going to say, you probably have to pay every step of the way on yeah. that one. Yeah. Yeah. You get charged per mile to get the thing delivered to your house. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, sir. You needed uh, an extra spirit credit card. Yeah. Well, so far you've been charged $5 for every minute we've been on the phone. <laughs> and it's 1,438 miles from our credit card. Uh, warehouse you will be charged a quarter per mile <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah now we're up to seven dollars for this phone call and your shipping will be 389 dollars and 42 cents thanks for flying spirit dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that's the only bad thing yeah, yeah yeah i think so that's what we should do on these episodes we should uh see who had a bigger black club i know it's called bailey's black club podcast but it's infectious like yeah. you said, I'm rubbing off on you. Mm -hmm. So bad shit starts to happen. It's funny when I get messages from you guys and girls that listen to this podcast and 
you can blame me for shit that's happening in your life. <laughs> I know it's a lot of tongue in cheek and everybody's joking. Everybody just wants, we're just kind of a part of this now new community of the black cloud, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, I have not gotten a serious one yet, but I've gotten some pretty funny ones where like, Billy, I listen to the Black Cloud podcast all the time. It's cool, man. I like you and Nate. That's pretty funny. I like to, you guys cuss and shit like that. That's pretty cool, man. By the way, man, my wife just banged my fucking brother. Oh, dang. <laughs> it's your fault. <laughs> so, anyway. All right. Well, thanks for listening. This is episode 32. Continue to write us uh, nice reviews. Uh, some new ones came in throughout the week. Thank you. Continue to subscribe, download, and share. Support our sponsors, especially if you're in the Atlanta area. Dr. David Markwell, Top Hat Tint. And Chef Erica Nicole Day. And if you'd like to be a sponsor on this fine podcast, please reach out to either me or Nate. That's how Chef Erica Day got involved. She just shot me a message on Instagram. And bam, she's on and she's getting clients from what I understand. So thanks for supporting uh, the people that support this podcast. Very, very cool. So we'll talk to you next week. And bye. People have said it for years. Bailey, you have a black cloud hanging over you all the time. Now, there's a podcast to hear those dumbass stories of misery and triumph. Welcome to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. 